0: A very good evening to you and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027. I'm Richard Cock, and every Sunday at this time from 6 to 8 we talk to someone who is a person of note and listen to music of their choice. And my guest in tonight's program is Tembekile Mulaudzi who is a recently released life sentence prisoner and he was wrongly convicted. And a couple of weeks ago, you may have heard an interview with Carolyn Raffaele. And she talked about Tembe Tembekele, who's an extraordinary person. And I thought it would be wonderful if we could get him onto the program. So I tracked him down. And here he is. Good evening.
1: Good evening, Mr. Koch. Good evening to your listeners.
0: And welcome to the program.
1: Thank you for the invite. We're going to talk
0: about you and about what happened to you and about how you're coping with it now yes. and all of that. Yes. So perhaps first of all you could just tell us where you come from a little bit about your background where you grew up and so on
1: all right I was born in Pretoria raised in Pretoria and around a location called Macau Macau is from the uh, royal family of Motsepe. yes school everything was done there and then I was raised by my granny granny from my father's side and then I attended school up to grade ten, yes, and then I dropped in grade ten in nineteen ninety six and then ninety six because of financial constraint, and then I got some peace jobs and then I got the license and then went to the taxi industry. I was transporting people,
0: and that's where your trouble started.
1: In fact, after some couple years, yes, yes.
0: And we're going to hear all about that story and and what happened and why it happened and how it resolved itself. But let's listen to your first choice of music, which is uh, Whitney Houston singing, I Love the Lord. Whitney Houston singing, I Love the Lord. The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of Note. Now, I think... Tembekili, we heard about your situation from Carolyn Raffaele a couple of weeks ago. So, you better tell us what happened. You were were arrested for a crime which you didn't commit.
1: Indeed. So, as to how the crime happened, committed by who, I really don't know. So, on the 18th of February, 2003, a lot of police came and arrest me so when i asked them why they arrest me they say i have uh, i was included in, with the people that have murdered a police and so who are those people they say i will meet them in the police station so they took me there when i get there i met other guys i don't know them and then the others i know so i was just so confused so the following day we were charged with murder Position of ammunition, position of firearm, uh, robbery. So when we get to court, I explained to the magistrate that I don't understand. I'm confused. Why am I arrested because of some of the people here? I don't know them. And then the magistrate says that was not the court to for, for the trial. It was just an bail hearing. So I requested for the bail. I was granted bail. And then I was outside when the police were still investigating. So I requested for the statements that were inside the docket. So there was nothing linking me. I only seen one statement made by a person that was unknown to me that we were a group of people, almost eight, and then we were in a a, a car, accident, And then we were having guns and then... We were looking for a bag. So I cannot understand what happened. So even when I tell my lawyer, the legal aid lawyer who was representing me, he said it was just a fabricated story. And then I could not understand what was happening. So I was attending the trial while I was outside. And then the trial went on and on. And then there was no one who was talking about me i was not arrested in the position of firearm and then i was taken to the id parade and then i was not pointed out only two accused were pointed out so the proceedings went on and on in 2003 october until december 2004 so they were being uh, postponing calling witnesses Different witnesses, all those witnesses, they never talked about me. They didn't know me. And the daughter of the deceased who said she have witnessed the asylum who shot the father has never talked about me. Everyone was called in court to come and testify and no one has implicated me and there was nothing tangible that was found in my position.
0: So it was a complete mistaken identity for you. Let's just listen to uh, Sissy Houston. This is The Lord is My Shepherd. Hezekiah Walker and the Love Fellowship Crusade. Sissy Houston singing there, The Lord is My Shepherd. The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of Note, he was wrongly convicted in 2004. So the trial went on for quite some time. Yes. And then you were convicted even though you were completely innocent.
1: Yes, because everything that happened in court, it was so so misleading. The, 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 The judge was misled by the prosecutor and the police. So in the middle of the trial, I was puzzled when the same person who wrote my name in the statement he recounted in court that that statement he made it because of he was assaulted and then he was promised freedom so he recounted the statement that statement almost four times but in the middle of the trial he changed and said he want to tell the truth and then he started to include all of us but the judge regard him as as a liar so when the judge uh, concludes with the trial, I was puzzled when the judge said we were all guilty,
0: and then your problems really began because then you went to CMax prison.
1: So, you know, when the judge said we were guilty, I I could not understand. I did not even hear the reason. Even I still have the, the record. I can show you. You will you will not understand. What was the reason uh, we were found guilty? So when we found guilty on the 21 of July 2004, the 22nd, and then he sent her, she's, she sentenced us to life imprisonment, uh, 15 years for robbery, three years for possession of unlicensed firearm, three years for uh, illegal ammunition, So. All those years were 21, 21 21 years to run concurrently in life sentence. So that's where the dilemma began.
0: And then you had to start fighting to prove that you were innocent and that you'd been wrongly convicted. Yes, of course. And did you start, because we picked up the story from Carolyn Raffaele. Yes. And she only came later. Yes. Uh, So in the meantime, were you trying to fight this yourself and we're just going to hear some music and then you can tell us that story. Yes, I will. Jesus now more than ever. This is Jimmy Swaggart. Mm. Jimmy Swaggart. Jesus now more than ever and I'm sure that's something that you were thinking about in all this time that you needed help from somewhere on high.
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: Yeah, so you started the process of trying to prove your innocence. Yes. From inside prison. From
1: inside, without resources. And I was drowning in, in the sea of prisoners. Mm.
0: And I expect there are lots of people trying to prove their innocence also. Yes. You weren't alone.
1: I, I was not alone, but my matter was an individual affair by that time. So I was only focusing, I was wearing the work lap. I was only focusing on me. I wanted to get out of the zoo. So I didn't have a laptop, I didn't have a computer, I didn't have... A By that time, even th- there was no cell phones, there was nothing. It was only a, 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 a ticky box we were using world calls. And then I had to use a pen and a paper. And then I, my family had to buy me stamps. And then I have to write and post.
0: So your family were very supportive of you at this time. Yes, indeed. Because yeah, you had a, a son also. Yes. But he was quite young.
1: By that time he was uh, a toddler. Yes.
0: Just one year old or two one years old. One year old. old. Yeah. One year. But that, the hope and the, the love of your family sort of kept you going.
1: Yes, the love of my family kept me going and they were praying for me and me too. While I was inside, I was also praying. And then I was very uh, persistent and optimistic that one day I will in fact my body was inside but my spirit was outside Yeah you see
0: and life as a prisoner is not easy
1: prison is not a fairy tale indeed yes it's tough but very tough very tough because of you you don't see the sky you don't hear the noise of people you are caged in the zoo of the people that are menaced to society. And then you are labeled as them. You are not treated differently. You are treated the same the people that has committed crime.
0: They think you're a gangster.
1: Yes, you are treated the same. And uh, whatever prisoners are eating, you are also a prisoner. You eat whatever they drink, you eat. And then when they mistreat them, they will also mistreat you.
0: And there is mistreatment.
1: It's too much. That one is not something that will stop. And it's still happening again.
0: So we're going to hear a song now, sung by the Bala brothers, yeah. You Raise Me Up. The Bala brothers, with the Joburg Festival Orchestra, singing You Raise Me Up. And I bet every time you're down in prison... You need some help to be raised up at all the to time. Be
1: lifted, yes, yeah. I had my Bible, and then there's a library that have uh, novels, and then they have uh, the books of criminal procedure, that book of our South African Constitution. So I was not interested in the novels. So I was aiming at the law. Why did the law? That I regard as a justice put me inside the prison, and I did not commit crime. So, crime was committed against me. So, and then I had to 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 write letters. So when I write letter, the first the first person I still remember, the first person I wrote to was President Tabubebi, and then I didn't make. uh, I did not talk about the case or write an essay, a lot of paragraph. I just only brief, gave him the details and tell him that I was arrested for the crime I did not commit. I did not uh, write that letter for him to come and take me out. I only request for his intervention so that I can get out of that place. Crime has committed against me. So the correspondence I got from him was that... Oh, you got a reply? Yes, I got a reply. A lot of replies. But this one was the first one. And then his office says that the office of the presidency uh, cannot intervene with the judiciary. They say the judiciary is independent. And if I was not satisfied with my conviction and sentence i must appeal and then i can use my own private lawyer and then if i don't have a private lawyer i can use a legal aid one that will assist me i wrote a letter to the legal aid requesting them to assist me uh, i got the response from the legal aid and then they said they had the financial constraint so it i, I was that da- every day i was just drowning drowning so there was there was no hope. Every it was just negative correspondences from the high offices that I was uh, hoping to get help.
0: Okay. So, in a in a situation which seems to be hopeless, yes,
1: how did you keep your spirit up? I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, and I I irritated God. I I know I I I was annoying him. I was nagging him. I know I know you know. We cannot understand god because of <laughs> his his time is he <laughs> is upside down because with him is one day is a thousand years a thousand years is one day to him so i know when he answered he does not answer early or or, or very late he only answered at the correct appropriate time so um, i was Talking to him and then keeping my faith strong. That one day I will be out. As, 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 as Joseph, the story of Joseph, it just reminded mine. So I said, Joseph was, kept, kept the faith and then one day he was the empire of Egypt. Though he was <laughs> a prisoner, yes.
0: It is well with my soul. The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of Note. He was a prisoner in CMAX prison, but later released because he had been wrongly put in prison. So your story goes on. You, you wrote letters to people. And yes. at what stage did the Wits Justice project become involved with you?
1: Okay. There's still a gap. There, yeah?
0: So yes. tell us the gap.
1: Okay. After that letter from the legal aid, uh they telling me that, that they were in financial constraint, I had to request my family and other co accused, two of my co accused family so that we can contribute money. So that we can Were buy. they in
0: the same prison with you?
1: Yes, yes. So that we can contribute money and then we buy the court records. Because the court records are those documents that shows what has happened. It's in the transcribed form that shows what has happened in court during the trial proceedings. So that money was uh, raised around 2006, and then the record was purchased. And then in 2007, I waited for the record. 2008, I waited for the record. And then I complained to the Minister of Justice. By that time, it was uh, between Penwell Maduna and Jeff Radebe one of them so i've been communicating with their office that i'm in prison and then i did not commit crime i want to prove my innocence the only things that can help me that i'm innocent is the court record i've requested legal aid to assist me they say they did not have money i have purchased them with my family's money and then i cannot get hold of the record and then they intervene to no avail so I have a lot of their correspondences uh, in two thousand and eight, late maybe around October. The record I was told that the record is, was being corrected. I don't know what was corrected there. Late two thousand and eight, when I got a copy, I perused through it. I found that essential part was omitted, and then I have to complain again to the Minister of Justice and say this record is not authentic. And then I cannot prove that I was innocent so this everything that is in this record cannot i even even my name does not is not mentioned in the record there is no way I'm talking there is no way I am being cross-examined so I was shocked so they also uh, uh, intervened but to no avail I only got uh evasive explanation and correspondences from them that's when I engaged the order in 2012 who called the Vest Justice Project and then they get hold of Sister Caroline.
0: So the warder believed you?
1: Yes, he believed me.
0: That you had not committed the crime? Yes, he and believed And that's very appropriate because your next choice of music is by Homotsu Moshuchi. Uh-huh. It's called We Believe. We Believe by Homotsu Moshuchi. So... This is the choice of Tembekile Mulawudzi, who's my guest in People of Note, who was convicted for a crime which he didn't commit and didn't know even what had happened and was not involved in. And he's been fighting to prove his innocence and he's in CMAX prison and a warder takes up your case.
1: Yes. So the warder... Wanted uh, documents that I because of I did not go straight to him and bring documents. We s- first talk, and I showed him, and then he said, "Where's the document that you said they come from the office of the president, the minister, the minister of justice?" And then I go to myself, I have a file, and then I take them all. The I take all those correspondences and bring there, and then I just show him, and he went through them, and then he seen that. All these correspondence was just evasive and they were just sending me from pillar to post. And then he made a call.
0: Is that unusual for a warder to try and help you? Or was it's it normal? It's very <laughs> unusual. It's very rare, Yeah.
1: yes. But he believed you. He believed me because of all the warders. Uh, when you tell them, they will say, prisoners say, they say, I have, I have done this. All of them, they are. We are treated the same. So they say they regard us as liars. You see.
0: So, what is the relationship between warders and prisoners inside the prison? Is it normally not so good?
1: <laughs>
0: but I I'm just wondering how you built up a relationship with warders. Yeah,
1: no, that that was a different uh, warder because of we used to play with him chess, and then he's a very jolly person and. Uh, he, he can be confronted not all waters are, are bad but we have naughty waters and we have uh, the good right waters. Of, uh, good waters so yeah. that one he had an understanding you see so and then we know if we, we... i know that if i talk to a water he had an access of resources that i can get help you see
0: so it was a good Thing that you chose that warder yes. to to try and help you, yes. And then he put you in touch with Carolyn Raphael, yes, yes. And from Cameron the Vitz Justice, Justice Department Project, yes. And that's where our story comes in from a couple of weeks ago when Carolyn w- was on this very program talking yes. about you yes. and about the Vitz Justice Project. Yes. And then she took up your cause. And we're going to hear some music now by Mokali Kwapeng. It's called Hucho a chant for peace. That beautiful piece was called Hucho, a, Chance, uh, a Chant for Peace by Mukali Kwapeng and Roddy Williams. It was sung by the Sdasa Choral and E Fagiolini and the choice of Tembekile Mulawudzi, who's my guest. And we've just got to the stage in your story where uh, you've linked up with the WITS Justice Department. Yes. But meantime, have you been in one prison or have you been moved around to I other prisons?
1: I've been moved around. I've been moved around from CMAX. Why do they do that? I, I cannot understand. I was regarded as a uh, <laughs> menace to society or a dangerous, a dangerous uh, inmate, a gangster. So CMAX, I've been in the solitary confinement. That's where they were executing people.
0: And why why would they put you in solitary I, confinement? I cannot
1: understand. Even now, I cannot tell. I cannot tell. So, we've been tortured in CMAX. We've been electric shocked. We've been beaten. They took out all our clothes before women wore us. And then we were so humiliated. So, everything that happened in CMAX just makes... Just want to make me cry. So, in in Cockstar they did the same and then we were <coughs> every movement you are handcuffed. You are handcuffed. Even in the legs. Whether you go to your family and and visit your family, they see you in cuffs, you see them through the window. When my son come and visiting me I just see him through the window and by that time he was a toddler I have to write to the social worker requesting for the Uh, a consultation in person consultation so i can touch because of for the child to to just waving the hand through the glasses i cannot even hear him over the speaker it was so terrible for me i i have i spent a lot of sleepless nights and and then i was in denial and then i had a lot of hallucination it was very it, it, it was bad it was bad are you going to write
0: a story about this or you'd prefer telling your story
1: <laughs> I prefer verbal yeah. <laughs> yes I know the book can say a lot because it will bring everything holistically, you see, yeah. but now you see time is against you time is against me so we just brief we just take that and there but yeah. the essential part maybe
0: someone will write the book for you <laughs> maybe Carolyn should write a book. <laughs> I think I think maybe she she should make a plan to get someone to write a book or write it herself because I think it's a, an amazing story, and we're going to hear because we will remember you. I mean, this is uh, it's probably quite a rare thing, and we'll talk about this in a moment. Okay. But this piece is called Oho Nkopole, Remember Me, a traditional me. song sung yes. by Imilonji Kantu. Yeah. Oho Ngopole, a traditional song, Remember Me, sung by the Imilonji Kantu Choral Society. The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of Note, and he's a, a prisoner who's been through the mill and was released after 11 years of incarceration because he'd been wrongly convicted. It's just about 7 o'clock, and we'll be back after this. That was the famous Prisoner's Chorus from Fidelio by Beethoven, also about someone who was wrongly incarcerated. It was actually for political crimes. But that was the Arnold Schoenberg Choir and the Chamber Orchestra of Europe under Nicholas Anancourt, the choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of Note. And I just, I want you to, to thank you for coming on this program and talking so freely about what was obviously a very traumatic experience for you yes. and now uh, you you were jailed or you were in jail for 11 years trying yes. to prove your innocence yes and how long ago were you released Twenty fifteen
1: twenty six 26 june
0: i'm also amazed that you you remember all these dates so clearly <laughs> 26 of june yes and what was the turning point what what actually turned the corner that people started believing that you were innocent?
1: I went through all the process of going to the appeal. I requested to lodge the appeal. The appeal was granted. I go to the full bench. The full bench uh, dismissed. And Then the reason was that uh, the the boy I was talking about that used my name on his statement was a reckless liar, but I don't know what why they dismissed. I went to to the Supreme Court of Appeal, they dismissed too. I went to the Constitutional Court alone by the time. I was not with the other co accused. And then it was dismissed because of I did not put constitutional issues. So, a lot of things I was doing myself. And then, as a layman, uh, I uh, I was not, I did not graduate in the law, but uh, it was a God hand that intervened. And then and my other co accused went to the constitutional court and then mm-hmm. they were released and the person who was representing the state told the court that Tembi uh, accused number five, he did not know my name, was must also be released.
0: So that was just like luck on your for he for you.
1: <laughs> yes, it was God's intervention. Yeah.
0: Yes and so who then took that up was that uh, the vitz justice project or did someone else take it up then
1: it was it was uh the court requested an advocate to come and represent me i was reinvited again
0: which is also unusual
1: yes it's unusual
0: yeah and then you were told that you were free
1: yes on the 25 of june uh we were working outside and then when I came inside the prison I I was puzzled when the prisoners telling me hey, you are a free man and then I told me that they have smoked marijuana <laughs> <laughs> so the more I go inside and then they will say hey you are a free man and then I started to call the lawyer and then he confirmed so because of the paperwork in the prison was not uh, done uh, properly I have to sleep Another night (laughs) knowing that I was a free man.
0: A very appropriately chosen piece. Freedom come all ye. Pumeza Machikiza singing there. And it must have been an amazing moment when you realized that you were a free man. I think it's also amazing that everyone else seemed to know before you that you were a free man. (laughs) Yes, it's true. (laughs) So then you were freed from prison. And you had to rebuild your life,
1: yes, I had to rebuild my life. I had to adjust to the real planet because I was from another planet to another planet i had you were to, from a zoo <laughs> I was from the zoo <laughs> 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 I had to, to adjust and then I have to cope I have to you, get used to the noise. I have to get used to cross inside the cars I have to uh to drive oh, and eleven years is a long time yeah it's it's a long time, and then the street name has changed uh, the uh, the people has changed, and then everything has changed
0: so what did you do you had you went home to your family
1: uh, they come and take me from from prison and then the uh, we passed by i I bought the phone same time, and then when I got home, it was just a a, a jubilee we were jubilating and then we were we were and then it was so happy and then a small party and then i was i was just over the moon it was like i was dreaming and uh, I was i was very happy and i it's now i was real outside but still now my mind <laughs> everything is twisted now my my mind was Still (laughs) inside, yes. But when I was inside, (laughs) my spirit was outside. So everything just swapped over, uh, swapped and do the anti-clockwise. Yeah. Yes.
0: But then you had to start, like rebuilding my life, rebuilding your life, and finding a job and all that. All which also is not easy for someone who's been in. Indeed,
1: it's not easy. I I had a friend who used to come and visit me, and. is in a perf- perfume company and then he took me under his arm and then we, we worked t- together so i did not struggle i did not struggle i did not took my id and go and look for work or maybe uh typing a cv no 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 no
0: well that's a wonderful thing and perhaps your next choice is absolutely perfect la vita e bella life is beautiful Life is Beautiful, La Vita e Bella by Nicola Piovani, and that was the choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of Note. Now, Tembekile, all the time you were in prison, you were learning, I mean, not you weren't writing letters all the time, but you were learning yes. about legal processes, yes. you were learning how to deal with yes. with people. With the law, with the yes, police, yes. all these things. So it was quite a a big learning experience for it's you. True. Yes. And that is that's helped you now for your next part of your life.
1: Yes, it groomed me, and then it uh, enhanced me, and uh, it uh, it makes me to 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 be more tough in when coming to the everything that is going to the law and the justice.
0: You could almost be a lawyer yourself
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can be a friend of court just yeah, yeah. to 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 can help the court to see the to to help in the oversight and the irregularities. And
0: is this but you've also been to a conference uh, in America where there were many people who've had their sentences overturned.
1: Massive people I was seen I was seen in, uh, in Memphis. In, in March, so there was an innocent uh, network conference there. And then I met a lot of guys. There were others that were supposed to be executed. Some spent 43 years in jail. Another one spent 40, 39, another one 27. There were so many. There were so many. Mention so, that, spending yes, 40 years in prison. Yes, yes. Wrongly. Wrongly, wrongly. And they will d- 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 they tell terrible stories. imagine this yes, this guy who said everyone who was passing uh, on his door next to his door when they execute he has to see the orders taking him to execute him with that electric shock and then this is in America, Yes. Yeah. when they execute me and then he has to smell that smell and then knowing that. One day it will be him. It was a very terrible part of the.
0: But he was freed. Also. But he was
1: freed. Yes.
0: So it's obviously more common than we think for people to be wrongly convicted.
1: Yes. Uh, the problem is you, you will not when you are inside you will not believe that you are wrongly convicted because of. We know how crime crime is rife and then the magistrates and the judges. They are doing their work, and then if they don't convict, we will regard them that as people who are not working. It's just that the incompetency is in the part of the police and the and the and the prosecutors. Those are the people that are misleading the judges.
0: Well, your next song is by Johnny Clegg, "Scatterlings of Africa." Johnny Clegg and the Scatterlings of Africa. The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, my guest in People of Note. Tembekile was wrongly convicted and stayed in prison for 11 years until he was freed unconditionally.
1: Yes, unconditionally, unconditionally. No parole, no conditions.
0: So what does it feel like when you meet... A lot of other people who've also been wrongly convicted. Does it make you feel that at least you're in a sort of group of friends, almost?
1: No, I, 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 I felt p I've seen when I was watching at them, knowing that I spent 11 years and they've spent more than three decades behind bars. It seems like me. I've just spent 11 days. So for me, I, I, I did not regard myself as an exonerate, you see. I only, knowing that they were supposed to be executed, sure. That's, That's terrible. Yes, that disturbed me. It disturbed
0: me. I'm sure it disturbed you. I bet they were pretty disturbed too. Yes,
1: yeah, because of you cannot come from that place and be yourself again even even now, I'm thinking about now myself, I'm not me like I used to be you've changed, yes, in what sort of way <laughs> I'm not me <laughs> I'm not me. there's no way that you can be you 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 can be put in the da- dungeon for a modern decade and then come back normal. It's highly impossible because of, while we are inside there, you're only thinking of one thing, one thing. If I can just get out, you even lose your mind, yes.
0: Yeah, it must be, I mean, I, it's very hard when you have not been in that situation yes. to imagine yes. what it's like. Yes. But I'm, I'm very grateful to you for, for talking to us so openly about this and about your experiences. Okay, so now let's get on to how you are rebuilding your life. You've got a job working in the fragrance business. Seems an unlikely job to have, like making perfume. Yes.
1: No, the people are smelling nice because of uh, (laughs) us. (laughs) The sweet smell of freedom. The sweet smell of freedom, the sweet smell of aromas, the sweet smell of almonds and everything.
0: And how did you get into that? You said it was a friend of yours who took you under his care yes
1: no he groomed me and then we we ship everything together and then the people love our fragrances
0: well it's almost as though you're singing a song and here's miriam Makeba, sing me a song a song by miriam Makeba, sing me a song and i'm quite interested to know when you're in prison do you, do you listen to music at all
1: Yes I did yes I did Oh you
0: are able to listen to what you want to listen to or do you listen to what everyone listens to
1: No I, I have a choice of listening to what I wanted to listen yeah. to yes
0: Cuz music is a good healing thing also It's a therapy too yeah yes And did you did you listen to music which helped you
1: Yeah I listened mostly to the gospel music and then it 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 uh, it uplifted my spirit And then it was a therapy for me because of when I listen to that gospel, I just forget about a lot of things, especially, you know, the sounds, the instrument, the lyrics, you see.
0: And apart from your job that you've got um, making fragrances or perfumes, you also have, you would like to get started some sort of innocence project. Yes. Tell my, us about that. Yes,
1: my innocent foundation because of while I was inside I was helping other uh prisoners, those who were wrongfully convicted. You see now I am I'm, I'm I'm speaking, I'm invited to come and speak. Yes. I'm speaking about my story, what has happened and then I don't want it must I don't want my story to just stop there about me. I know that there are still people that uh, I am still helping that are still behind, but they don't have resources. And then others, they cannot get help and then they don't have money. They are dependent. Yes.
0: So you're trying to raise money now?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to raise money and then I'm trying to, 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 to raise just uh, an innocent foundation. just that... I don't know how can someone can k- help to show me how to register such a uh, foundation and what's the procedure because we you know we have to do things accordingly we to the law. Yes, you yes. know about the law now. <laughs> yes, we, we you don't just do uh, 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 from backyard <laughs> you see.
0: Well, uh I'm going to if I may, can I give you a telephone number? Yes. Because if maybe someone is listening to this program who can help yes. Tembekile to set up uh an innocence project, you call it an innocence foundation. Foundation. Yes. And Tembekile's numbers are 082 062 9138. 082 062 9138 or 073 710 73 And I'll give those numbers out again later in the program. And if there is someone listening who could perhaps help Tembekile or give him some legal help about setting up his Innocence Foundation, it would be greatly appreciated because obviously he would like to help other people. And I think it's amazing that after all these years of Helping yourself, you now are very happy to help others. And here's someone else who was in prison for a long time, uh, 27 years. And, of course, it's Nelson Mandela, and this is Madiba's Prayer. That was the Drakensberg Boys Choir singing Madiba's Prayer, a traditional Zulu piece arranged by Christian Ashley Boerter. The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, who's my guest in People of note. When you were in prison, you had uh, other people who were involved in your case, but I guess there were many people who would come to you for help because by now you were quite uh, well accustomed to matters of the law. You've yes. been to various courts, yes. So and the, you could advise them.
1: Yes, I could advise them, and then I could uh, write letters to the registrar on their behalf or maybe to maybe to judge president requesting for help because of, you know, the law is <laughs> it's, it's, it's not so difficult. The people that are in the judiciary, their doors are open. They use an open door poli- policy. You can send your family member with a letter and take it in person to the office of the Maybe judge president or what they they will not deny you access or you can pose them or you can fix them because of you have if you have grievances you have the right to can uh, voice those grievances you see even to the president he's willing to can listen to the grievances so that's one
0: good thing yes yeah because it seems that you know there are, there are many hurdles put in your place to stop you doing things yes but this sounds like one good thing that happens is that doors are open at least to the possibility yes yeah yes and do you see your life going forward uh obviously closely with your family but also helping other people now to solve particular problems like you had
1: yes the more i help people is the more i get healed myself Yeah, and do
0: you think you will ever be completely healed? Because it's a it's a very big wound to be eleven years out of your life. It's
1: a very huge wound, and then the problem is, is uh, this wound is tattooed on my brain, and it cannot be erased. And you see, the brain is an internal organ,
0: so it's not going to be easy to get rid of it.
1: You cannot. It's tattooed and engraved. Cannot get rid of it,
0: but you don't seem to have bitterness about it.
1: No, I cannot get angry. I, I I cannot hold grudge because if I can have grudge, I will, I will gain nothing. I, I, I treat this situation. Let the bygone be the bygone. What has happened, it has happened. If it was not me, it was going to be somebody else, and then. So keeping a grudge, I will not get help. So I have forgive those who has wronged me before they can apologize. But for now, no one has apologized. It's just business as usual.
0: So I hope your little light will shine now. This is a wonderful piece by Ladysmith Black Mambazo. Ladysmith Black Mambazo, this little light of mine. And I would I'd love to think that some of these songs were sort of keeping you going in the dark days when indeed. you were inside. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah. It's an amazing story. Um, and are you able to help with the Vitz Justice Project also? Are you able to give them input for their cases that they're looking after?
1: No. I'm almost with Caroline like this. If yeah. maybe there's something that maybe she can, uh, she need the help of we assist each other if i have something that i need she also assisting me
0: yeah because it seems that that's it's a sort of endless project now because there's just so many people who need help indeed yeah so are you happy now doing what you're doing you've got a job you're you're talking about your 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 experience yes, and yes. do a lot of people ask you to talk about it yes
1: i do get invitations it's just that my schedule is so tight 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 and and then you know as an african <laughs> it's is african to use african time <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a problem when I had uh, an appointment to, to come at 10 and then sometimes I will be late and yeah. then you see we have lots of cars and the, the M1 is very busy
0: <laughs> but it's good that you lots of people want you to tell your story and because it, I think it's an important story to tell
1: yes it's true yes they did I get the invite and then I go to the invite, and then I do the talk
0: give us an example of where you've spoken
1: I've spoke to the who what women of Jewish of women of a Jewish what yeah. do they call it? Uh, Jewish some, women's organization. Yes, yeah. yes. And then I've talked in In Tech, and then I have talked in um, I've talked men.
0: But it's it? good that you're yes. talking. Yes. Because not only is it good for people to know about these things, yes. but it's good. For you, as part of your healing process, yes.
1: then I have talked in uh, general, uh, called lot all the journalists around the world. I have talked in that in their conference. It was somewhere here in Saint.
0: But also at this uh exoneries conference in Memphis, Did A, you speak
1: there? The agent exo. I was just invited, and then there I was attending some sessions because of there were some lot of workshops and everything.
0: Ah, It's amazing. So so there's a sort of worldwide network now of exonerees. Yes. And you have to tell your story just like this one. Mary, did you know? That was the group called Pentatonix singing, Mary, did you know? The choice of Tembekile Mulaudzi, my guest in People of Note. And sadly now, uh, we have to leave you. I'm just going to give you Tembekile's telephone numbers again. 82 062-9138 o six two nine one three eight or o seven three seven one o six o three two both of those numbers you can get hold of him. he needs help uh with setting up his just his innocence foundation and also uh if you can help him with any legal advice about setting that up and also i guess to do with your business selling fragrances so if any of you have connections or so on, in that sort of world, then I'm sure he would love to hear from you. But I'm just very grateful to you, Tembekele, for coming to talk to us. Thank you so much. Um, and you were going to play out with the Overture to Fidelio, which was about this wrong, uh, wrongful jailing of a political prisoner. This is by Beethoven. Beethoven having the final word in this program tonight, the Overture to Fidelio played, played by the Chamber Orchestra of Europe. So it just remains for us to say good night. Uh, thank you, Tembe Kile.
1: Thank you so much. God bless you.
0: Thank you. And g- thanks to Pete for helping us put the program together. And, of course, thank you to you at home for listening. And until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, we wish you a very good night.